and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit new podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hey everyone! Guys, can you feel it in the air? We're all we're all breathing different air under the same bright sky. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Fievel, that American tale? <laughs> yep. Somewhere out there breathing air in all the sky. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Uh, it's episode 99 of our podcast, and next week is episode 100. And in that episode, Shelly will finally reveal what has made her so shy all these years, and she will finally shed that shyness. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's good. It sounds like a very introspective episode. <laughs> sounds like a therapy session. But you know what? I'm into it. It sounds like I'm going to be uh, like coming out of my cocoon. <laughs> I'm finally oh. going to be turning into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> and it only took 100 episodes. <laughs> and 33 years. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait for it to happen. Uh, but what else I can't wait for is Julie's been really teasing us, uh, us girlos, because before we started recording, she said she had a really great story about her daughter, Ruby. Julie, will you tell us this story? I just can't wait any longer. <laughs> well, it's worth the wait. Uh, yesterday, uh, we were all just hanging out at home, and Corbin, my handsome, handsome husband, and mm-hmm. Ruby, my beautiful, beautiful five-year-old, uh, decided to go on a little walk. The boys, the seven and the three-year-old, were like, hey, I want in. So they all rushed to the door, and they were all putting on their shoes, and while they were getting ready to go, I was just sitting down and saying to myself, yay, I don't have to walk around. I could just be here in silence. (laughs) And so while they were getting ready, Ruby, with just the sweetest smile on her face, announces, this is just like a family walk if mommy were dead. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Corbin likes to say that Ruby is a woman without guile, and it's so true, because she didn't say it to make anyone feel bad or to be weird or whatever, but, you know, it would be true. If I were dead, that would be the family. That would be the whole family (laughs) going on a walk. Until you got replaced by a new wife. Oh, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Your husband's just so handsome. (laughs) He is. He wouldn't wouldn't be able to, to beat them off. Just... Ended up with a, a new mommy, <laughs> two or three. You know, I, I'll I'll be dead. I won't care. <laughs> so I had a question for you, girlos. If you could be like me and pretend that you were dead and fall, uh, go off the grid for an hour and your family was gone, what would you do? Here's what I did. I sat on my recliner. And read a Christian romance novel and didn't move. And it was fantastic. (laughs) That's very on brand for you. (laughs) Exactly. Here's my question. Do the, the, the happenings of this one hour, do the consequences last into the, the hours after that? Yes. 
Because your family will eventually come back and realize you're not dead. <laughs> so so robbing a bank is going to have an effect on the rest of my life? Okay, now I know not to do that with my one hour. Maybe not the rest of your life. I think, honestly, what I would do is I would go out on the town. Um, I don't have a very, very big town. but So just a regular-sized town. I would go out in my regular-sized town, and I would get some delicious soup from... <laughs> from a restaurant on my main street a little mom and pop place and then i'd come home (laughs) those are some huge plans (laughs) well you said okay if you had said no consequences (laughs) what would you choose to do if there were no consequences yeah now i'm curious the purge style i would um definitely key my frenemy's car. I would I would drop kick any dog. And then and then I would kiss Julie's husband because he's so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you should stick with your soup plan. <laughs> if it were one hour with consequences for me, you know what? I'd probably I'm probably because I'm so boring. I probably just watch a show on the TV <laughs> and not just like on my phone with headphones in. I'd watch a show on the TV. That rivals Holly's soup plan. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, what would you do if there were no consequences? <laughs> oh gosh, I can't even like my imagination isn't isn't big enough for that because like I would imagine consequences. <laughs> in that imaginary plane of existence so i can't i can't go there (laughs) all right i accept kelly what about you my plans aren't very exciting either because i live in no man's land arizona so everything is an hour away from me and i love to travel so if i were to go anywhere i would already waste my time by going to that place i can't even go there and come back (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. One hour is not very long of a time to drop off the grid. (laughs) Yeah. So my hour would be spent, like, I would probably go on a walk somewhere or a run, and then I would come home and deep clean my house because my husband and my dogs would not be home to ruin my beautiful home. (laughs) I hear that. (laughs) I would, I mean, I would have Netflix on or whatever on anyway. That's what I would do, but if there were no consequences, I would speed drive somewhere or steal a boat and <gasps> and go somewhere. I'll probably go up to take a boat up to Laughlin, drive quickly to Vegas, party hardy, and then come back. Maybe maybe we should all drop off the grid together someday and we could all read some Christian <laughs> romance and get some soup. I watch a show on TV (laughs) and then clean our houses. (laughs) Julie, uh, I I love your daughter Ruby, and I uh, I just love this idea of being guileless. I've never personally experienced it, but I like the the fact that there are people like that in the world. You know what else I like? I like this week's topic because it is a comedy of errors. Its its existence is because. Julie and I are just bad at it. At <laughs> everything. Mostly because I'm bad at reading. 
I am a part of a small committee that helps choose the topics. Julie is another part of it. And okay, so uh, I texted Julie a topic idea. She fully misread it, thought I said this other thing, and then we ended up going with this other thing. And guess who was there when this whole thing happened? My sister, Shelly. We were literally eating soup. (laughs) It's true. At that restaurant that Holly loves soup from. Wow. So, Shelly, would you finally like to know what the real topic is? And I will tell you the other topic, too. Uh, I would love to, because Holly Holly made it sound so intriguing. Today's topic is personal pizzas. <gasps> oh, fate and destiny. <laughs> I know, Shelly. I know. Julie doesn't know this, but my kids... Uh, stayed with you for a sleepover on Friday night, and y'all made personal pizzas. Oh my goodness. Fate and destiny. (laughs) But what what was the OG topic? (laughs) I'm curious to know what Julie misread to to equal personal pizza. I said personality quizzes. (laughs) It starts with a P. There's multiple Zs in quizzes. (laughs) Julie is going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like personal pizzas. I'm going to be doing the anti reasons. And Kelly, as our Shelly expert and imbiber of many personal pizzas, tonight, (laughs) just tonight, she will be telling us what she thinks she will choose. Are we ready to get started, Shelly? Ready. Wonderful. Julie, um, fate and destiny have called us together. (laughs) Shelly. Let me calm you. Let me calm you with the words uh, of the great Dr. Seuss. Ready? A pizza's a pizza, no matter how small. (laughs) He's so wise. (laughs) So calming. I know. If you're thinking about personal pizzas, you know what? You're just thinking about pizza. Holly and I got into a big discussion about all these other pizza-adjacent foods. And we're like, no, nah, dog. We got to stick to personal pizzas because they are still pizza. <laughs> so, like, was the topic maybe going to be, like, going to, like, a calzone or something? Is that pizza-adjacent? <laughs> it is pizza-adjacent, but it's not pizza. Dr. Seuss will tell you that. Oh, it, was he? I didn't realize he wrote so much about pizza in his writings. Well, then you obviously haven't read enough, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I guess I haven't. I haven't read as uh, the full collection. The f- <laughs> I don't have the full history of Dr. Seuss. He wrote something like 44 books. About pizza? Yeah, pizza's in all of them. <laughs> it's either about pizza or there's pizza Easter eggs in every book. <laughs> <laughs> so there are so many great things about personal pizzas. Number one, portion control. If I sat down in front of a regular sized pizza, I would feel the need to eat the whole thing. And that's not <laughs> healthy for my body. Especially now that I'm diabetic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what if it had a a cauliflower crust. I said things that are pizza, not pizza adjacent. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess we are sticking with like classic pizza. That was really rude of me. If you like cauliflower crust pizza, that's good for you. And I'm 
I'm so happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) Are your eyes welling up with tears? I wish that I could be that kind of person. But you know what? If you if I sat down in front of a personal pizza and I could say to myself in good conscience, I'm going to eat this entire thing and no one can stop me. Not even you, diabetes. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you can personalize it to perfection. The kind of pizza that I would be into would be like extra cheese with a cheesy stuffed crust. Oh, wow. That would be your perfect pizza? If you say, that sounds gross and weird, I'd say, make your own dang personal pizza. (laughs) (laughs) This one's for me and I'm not sharing. You can have whatever you want on it. If you like anchovies, like Miss Frizzle does. Oh, does she like anchovies? She does. In the senses, the, the magic school bus explores the senses. She eats pizza with anchovies on it, and the kids do not approve. And they, the kids, the children in the magic school bus are walking around on her brain, on the taste centers. And oh, so gosh. they can somehow taste what she's tasting. Oh, man. <laughs> I love magic school bus. Um, but you know what? If you're not like Miss Frizzle and you don't like anchovies, you could choose to have whatever you want on it. And that's neat. Shelly, this is where you say the thing that you need to say. My son has been dying to try anchovies on pizza. Uh-huh. Like dying. And nowhere around us serves anchovies on pizza. And so finally, I broke down and I bought a can of anchovies and we were going to make personal pizzas so that he could have anchovies on his. And guess what? I done did plum forgot. <laughs> so, so the anchovies are still sitting on my shelf. We had anchoviless pizza. The whole point, the whole operation was for naught. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is a tragic tale. I, I too, am uh, anchovy curious. I've never had it. Maybe Jet and I should get together when I uh, go off the grid. Well, the tiny can of anchovies I bought was only like a buck 70. So I think you can do it, Julie. <laughs> Be brave. <laughs> What's the other tiny can of fish that you can get? Sardines? Uh-huh. Are those the same things? No. no. Those are different fish. That's why they're called different things. <laughs> <laughs> but why can't they just be the same things? Because it's all yucky. <laughs> Julie, I was so curious after talking about all-nighters and baking pizza with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen <laughs> that I showed Jet a YouTube video of that song. Uh-huh. There's even worse things on the pizza than you mentioned. <gasps> like There's what? more. It's like a three-minute long song. They are adding... Yeah, wildness to their pizza the whole time. And does their pizza end up like five feet tall because they're just adding crazy stuff? No, it should be though because of the, the list is long and crazy. <laughs> we, I feel like we've talked about this kind of thing before on our best food sizes episode. <laughs> but you know what? The, a personal pizza is so small, and s- that makes it so cute. <laughs> a tiny pizza is just cute. I mean, I know baby versions of things are cute. Does that... Is, so is a personal pizza a baby pizza? <laughs> sure. 
little baby pizza and then you can bring out a regular sized one and that's the mommy one. <laughs> so if you if you just left a personal pizza alone, it would grow up to be an extra large pizza someday. <laughs> so you're saying you love to eat baby pizza. Cool. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> I was listening to our go-karts episode, and one of the points that Holly made is that small things are freaky. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Shelly Gang, if you haven't listened to that episode, you really should. I was laughing out loud while I was listening to it because it was so funny. Uh, but you know what? Small things are freaky. Uh, at least they can be, but not pizzas. They're just cute and t- tasty. And if you don't think about uh, how you're ruining their fate of growing into an extra large pizza by eating them with their babies, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> mm, so tender, so young. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> so my last point comes from my seven-year-old son, Theo. And it was two separate thoughts that he had, but I feel just in my heart that they should go together. You don't have to share. And... More slices to yourself. <laughs> Those are two great things about a personal pizza. Because it's, it's really personal, okay? You don't have to share if you don't want to. And uh, I don't want to, usually. <laughs> <laughs> and that means more slices for me. Hooray! Especially if you cut the, the personal pizza into eighths. Like yeah, that's, pizza. that's true. Like, I mean, since it's personal, you can cut it into as many slices as you want. <laughs> that's true. So, so I could sit down to my little personal pizza and cut it into 16 slices. Yeah. And then brag to all my other diabetic friends that I had 16 slices of pizza. <laughs> Are you part of a diabetes club now? <laughs> a club. Not like a support group. No, just like a club. Like they're social. They get out there. Our clubhouse is in a is a tree house. I wish. Yep. I should start one. <laughs> yeah, good luck climbing up into a tree house, Julie. <laughs> what makes you think I can't? <laughs> is it because I'm almost nine months pregnant <laughs> i'm thinking a ladder like nailed to the side of a tree would be quite difficult for you to maneuver uh ruby begs me to come climb up onto the top bunk where she sleeps and snuggle her and i say no i, <laughs> I literally can't <laughs> so shelly choose choose personal pizzas don't turn them away they're tasty they're pizzas <laughs> They're tiny. They're cute. They're great. Hooray. Hooray. (laughs) I need to catch my breath. That was just a lot at once. A lot of thoughts. And speaking of a lot of thoughts, I have a lot of thoughts about being anti-personal pizzas. And here's my, my problem is that Julie has already said a couple of the things that I was planning on saying. So, Shelly, I need you to erase everything Julie said from your memory. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll just scratch out my notes, and then when I look back on them later, I'll be like, that's weird. Why did we only have one side presented that week? That's how odd. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, thank you so much, Shelly. Thank you so much. I'm here to please. <laughs> oh, I know. You've always been here to please. Which is how I've gotten you to do so much stuff that you didn't want to do. <laughs> oh, man. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Shelly, you should be anti-personal pizzas. Uh, firstly, because Italian food, when you're eating it, you're family. <laughs> and yuck, family. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Is that when you're eating Italian food, you're family, okay? And families share, okay? <laughs> Family-style food means share that dang food. It doesn't mean... You need to be selfish and eat all this big, big pasta pot. Well, not the pot. The <laughs> pasta in the pot. Strike a Nona style. Boom. More literature references. Boom. Boom. <laughs> what if her pot had been filled with pizza? <laughs> oh, yes. Here's the thing. Strike a Nona uh, of Tommy Paula fame. She didn't just eat the pasta by herself. She tried, and then Big Anthony messed it all up. Oh, Big Anthony. <sighs> well, Big Anthony would have not messed it up if Stregonona had had a magic pot that made pizza. <laughs> she, he just wouldn't have. Have? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have come. <laughs> so, okay, so Italian food really is for sharing. Every Italian food you can think of, it's made to share. Like, um, <laughs> like... Baked ziti. Um, what is other food? Car- spaghetti carbonara. Minestrone. Minestrone. Yeah. Stuffed shells. Mm. Yeah, all of these things, they're not, you don't make just one stuffed shell. You don't stuff one shell, put it in the oven, and then eat it in front of your whole family while they cry and cry <laughs> from hunger. But maybe I do. <laughs> The only family-style restaurants, really, that I can think of are Italian food restaurants. And I think that Italian food, at its core, is meant to be eaten together. (laughs) (laughs) I took a breath in a weird place. Okay, let me try that again. No, that was perfect. (laughs) Italian-style food is meant to be eaten. All of their food, decorative only. <laughs> it's like it's like that's why they have decorative plates to put your decorative food on. <laughs> yeah, so that's my first point. My second point is personal pizzas do not reward anyone for teamwork regarding toppings. <laughs> Here's my thing. Here's something cool about me is I'm a picky eater. I've always been a picky eater, less so now than previous years. But really, anything new that I eat on a pizza is not because I'm like, I just got to try this veal. (laughs) (laughs) You put that on a personal pizza. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I will only eat a veal pizza if some other person with a stronger will than me, good luck finding anyone like that, um, decides we got to have veal on this pizza. And then I try it and then I go, hmm, I like it. And that is how I learned how to like sausage on pizza. That's how I learned how to like 
green peppers on pizza. That's how I learned how to like mashed potatoes on pizza. Shocking. So, so someone having a stronger will and dominating you, that's teamwork regarding <laughs> toppings to you? Because <laughs> you did say teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork more is like, <laughs> let's all get together and really try our very best to challenge each other and help each other be our best selves. Teamwork equals challenge of like wills. <laughs> The strongest survives in teamwork. <laughs> that's how I've always worked on teams. Uh-huh. Like, that's what I thought it meant. But I feel like, specifically with toppings, if one is left to their own personal devices, one never moves past their own pizzas that they were fed as babies. <laughs> <laughs> that they just think this is what pizza is. <laughs> Generally, that's a cheese pizza or a pepperoni pizza, but, you know, just, I don't want to judge anybody who feeds their babies veal pizza, okay? (laughs) So the only way you're going to try new things on a pizza is if someone else makes you. (laughs) I mean, all joking aside, absolutely. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) That is real. That's real from the bottom of my heart. Here's another real thing. Shelly, I don't think you should like personal pizzas, because I don't have an oven the size of Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Okay, I just can't fit everybody's personal pizzas at the same time in my oven because I have a normal size oven for a normal size home. And you know what? I have a an unnormal size hunger. I'm so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) And I assume everyone else is so hungry, too. So everyone wants a lot of personal pizza, and no one wants to wait for their pizza to be done. And guess what? As a grown-up, sometimes you have to wait for things while the younger and more feeble people in your lives get it first. And that makes me so angry. And if General Electric would just make an oven the size of Mount Rushmore, maybe I could switch my allegiances to pro personal pizzas but right now they just make a dumb regular sized one can i can i step in here and ask a quick question um if everyone is going to want their own very large personal pizza <laughs> and you have no room for that but you're going to then bake some pizzas and then share and that's going to be enough for everyone how does that work <laughs> because While I, so I make one pizza for everyone. Everyone gets a slice. And while I'm there eating that, I make another one. And then everyone gets a slice of that. And then again, and again, and again, 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 again. So you don't mind batch baking. You just mind batch baking if it means not everyone gets pizza at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, because I am the oldest of our family. And I am, uh, I will let everyone else eat before me. So I know that it's going to fall to me to have to be the bigger person and wait. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. A Mount Rushmore-sized oven would fill up the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I meant originally with heat, but then I, I thought I was going to sneeze, and so I just stopped my <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Oh, is that why global warming is really like picked up lately? Is that like they're they have secretly turned Mount Rushmore into like a stone, a 
stone oven. <laughs> I have no comment on this, if only because I feel like General Electric is doing things that I don't approve of, and but I don't know them yet. They're secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're up to, General Electric, but I know I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's a wood fire pizza or not. <laughs> A wood fire pizza oven the size of Mount Rushmore would make delicious giant pizza. <laughs> well, then I guess my real beef is with General Wood, not General Electric. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> General Wood. <laughs> okay, I have two more points as to why you should be anti-personal pizza. Shelly, there's too much crust variety. Okay? Okay, a personal pizza could be anything. It could be an English muffin. It could be non it could be uh, uh, the aforementioned cauliflower crust. It could be, and I'm just saying this because I recently made it, an almond flour. Oh. You're so fancy. I made it for my whole family. Okay, let's get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't all eat it. They absolutely did not all eat it. Just me and my son. I'm shocked. <laughs> Personal pizza, to me, um, just just says like i don't know what you're made of and i i want to know i want to know so bad everything <laughs> <laughs> um but so if you were at a restaurant that was like a build your own pizza and they just had like a variety of crusts to choose from you still wouldn't like that even though you would not be having to make 12 different pizza crusts no personally. i would because i would get to choose but if i went to a restaurant well if i went to the Shelly restaurant and said, Hey Shelly, what are we having for dinner? And you said, We're having personal pizzas. That could be anything. And it would be rude for me as a guest to be like, Well, what's it gonna be on? Because if it's gonna be on an almond flour crust, I'm gonna smash it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Which ah. is about the size of a personal pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so it's less about restauranting and more about uh being a good guesting. Okay. So this is about p baking personal pizzas at your own home. This, well, no, at someone else's home. Okay, someone else's <laughs> home. They are making personal pizzas and you are also going to be eating them and trying to be a good guest and not smash a hot pizza <laughs> into your host's face. I mean, it's always a struggle and that just makes it harder. Cool. <laughs> I'm so glad we live so close together and know that that could happen to me someday. <laughs> Well, now you're warned, Shelly. Never make Holly a personal pizza. I know. I guess, like, this is this week's version of a threat to me. <laughs> Just that point is about that. Not my points at large. But I do have one more point, and it's kind of, like, official. Like, it came in the mail, and I opened it, and I was like, this is very official. It had a, a wax seal that had little pepperonis on it. Oh, man. So <laughs> oh, official. <laughs> yeah, but it was a really big wax seal. Like, it was, like, the size of a pizza, like a large pizza. <laughs> oh, wow. And with little pepperonis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what everyone decided on together. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I read it to you? Sure. Okay, I really have to, f like, unfold and unfold and unfold, <laughs> like... I mean, if the wax seal was the size of a large pizza, <laughs> it's probably a huge missive. And the writing is 
huge. There's not a lot of of information. It's just so big. The calligraphy is just so intense that it just takes up lots of space. Yeah. Dear sir or madam, this is going to sound much more unpleasant than it actually is. Okay. (laughs) I'm glad they give you a warning up front. But personal pizzas do not include Hot Pockets or pizza rolls. Regards, <laughs> Holly Flanagan, Pizza Esquire. <laughs> Wait, you said yourself in the mail? <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's, that's how you know it's official. That's how, it, <laughs> how you know it's your trademark. The most official things always are sent by yourself to yourself <laughs> through the mail. <laughs> Isn't that how you get a patent? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so um it's like almost basically law because the pizza esquire said so that if you were going to consider um in your in your decision hot pockets or pizza rolls as personal pizzas, you would be uh, against everything. You would be Breaking the law. And that sounds much more unpleasant than it actually is. <laughs> what about, does this also include like bagel bites pizza little things? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It is imperative. It is paramount that you do not consider those in your decision. And really, those are basically the best kind of pizzas anyway. So. <laughs> oh, it so, sounds so official coming from you. <laughs> Pizza Esquire. Yes. That is that is my missive to you, Shelly. Um, I would have sent it to you, but you have yet to get your pizza law degree, so you can't send it to yourself. <laughs> I'm still, you know, I'm still deciding between pizza law and my pizza medical degree. <laughs> I'm not sure which school I'm going to apply to. <laughs> Kelly, as the Shelly expert and someone who probably has had a uh, a pizza a pizza roll in the last 6 months. I don't know. I just feel like your husband likes pizza rolls. Is that real? Yes, but he never has them. Well, as someone who has a pizza roll loving husband, what do you think Shelly's going to choose about personal pizzas? My husband who does love pizza. I mean, I love pizza too, but my husband who has a huge 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 appetite his personal pizza is like a normal, you know, me- normal, medium, large, whatever pizza. So if we're talking the small pizzas that are supposed to be like for, you know, normal human beings. Wait, are you saying personal pizza? Any pizza can be a personal pizza if you just believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if we're talking about like the smaller, you know, normal sized human appetite pizzas. <laughs> Then I think that Shelly's going to go pro. However, if she will have to eat the pizza, then it would have to be morning pizza. Because then if it's like (laughs) if it's lunch or dinner, then she will be um, having so much uh, heartburn that she will turn into a dragon. And then it would be M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Morning pizza. (laughs) <laughs> yes. So I think Shelly is going to go pro because we have had pizza, lots of pizzas together, but especially if she made her kids and her niece and nephew have personal pizzas, 
then I think she <laughs> enjoys that idea. Now it's to the time we've all been waiting for, the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most vacation dad podcaster, Shelly Allison. <laughs> Shelly, uh, I just found out that there is a, a sect of dads called <laughs> Vacation Dads. Um, Shelly, if you were a vacation dad, what would you be like? I think I'd be one of those vacation dads who's like way OTT and like just like way over prepare and like Jenga and Tetris the like back of a car so we have every possible thing we could possibly need for like a camping trip or something. That would be me. Shelly, what do you think about personal pizzas? I mean, a lot of great points have been made today. <laughs> I mean, tiny food, we all know how where I stand on that. It's fine. Like, smaller than normal food is obviously the best. Small, but not tiny. And which, actually, I think a personal pizza is, because I did research on what size a personal pizza is earlier this week, unbeknownst to you me, knowing that... research? That it, I, I did, because... Okay, here's the thing. I was making personal pizzas for a large-ish group of people, and I wanted to make sure I made the right amount of crust. So I was like, how big is a personal pizza? And if you buy one at a restaurant, it's 8 inches. And then a small pizza is 10, and then 12, and then 14, etc. So now I know a lot about pizza size. So I feel very educated on this topic and more prepared than I've ever felt before, which actually sort of makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pleasing you, Shelly. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> so there is portion control built in, as Julie said. However, unless you're like... I guess like Tyler, who a personal pizza is anything your heart can dream of. <laughs> I could probably eat a small pizza on my own. That could be a personal size. I'm not sure I could go much bigger and eat a whole one. I do know my husband has once tried to make a extra large pizza, a personal size pizza, and then threw up all day long. That was before <laughs> we met. <laughs> so your heart, if your heart can dream it, your stomach can try it. <laughs> but I guess if you're seeing actual portion control, then yes, a personal pizza would be good at that. And you could personalize it to perfection. That is true. And I feel like, I guess in my heart, I don't, to me, a personal pizza is one where you can like try and experiment. Whereas like, I don't need to wait to be bullied into trying something new on a pizza. Like Holly. <laughs> That's a brag. You're trying to make me feel bad, but I love myself. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you down. What I'm trying to say is for me, I would be more likely to like not feel bad about trying and wasting maybe a little bit of something on a personal size pizza than getting a big old pizza and then hating it with like a feel on it. Cause I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> a veal pizza. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I, but I guess, you know, if like there was like a group. Of like a few people and they're like hey we're gonna get pizza and three of the four of us me not included wanted to get veal on the pizza guess what <laughs> i would eat veal pizza because that's what the majority wanted <laughs> so really i guess what i'm saying is i guess i could be made to experiment but i also am not afraid to do it on a personal size pizza and i guess you don't have to share which is nice especially for a mommy who tends to have to share lots of things or i guess for a 7 year old who just doesn't want to share <laughs> 
So I guess what I'm saying is I like personal pizzas. Guess what? I made personal pizzas days ago. <laughs> I think that was a clue. Yeah. I When you told me, I was like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> we had already had personal pizzas on the list because I did want to make Jet that that anchovy pizza he's been craving. And that even though I was foolish and I forgot, it w- I also thought it would be a fun sleepover thing to do because guess what? Holly's kids slept over and we had personal pizzas and we watched a movie and Holly's daughter helped me make the crust and grate the cheese and she was a great helper. Mm-hmm. And she was wanting to make a pizza adjacent food because her mind's always be trying to be so creative. And she saw my mini muffin tin and really wanted to make pizza dumplings. <laughs> she could not stop talking about pizza dumplings. <laughs> and I had to really work hard to convince her not today, maybe another day. <laughs> today we're just doing pizzas. <laughs> and, you know, and it was really fun because I got lots of toppings out and the kids all made their own pizzas and they were able to just like load up what they liked, like, Lucy put more sauce on a pizza than I've ever seen before. (laughs) And guess what? That was okay because I didn't have to eat that one. (laughs) She could eat that one. Did she? But she didn't. She didn't. But that's, I mean, (laughs) it got a little burned. And that was on me. (laughs) And yes, it was hard to fit multiple pizzas in the oven at the same time. I will admit that I do not have a large oven either. And so I was only able to fit three in there at a time. It was the children, the feeble children first. (laughs) I did have to wait. (laughs) And it was hard. And guess what, Kelly, you were right. I never even put into my, like, factoring into making pizzas that eating pizza for dinner is a terrible idea. (laughs) I just was so busy thinking about the fun of it, I didn't think about the consequences. Maybe I should eat pizza for dinner in my one hour dropping off the grid if it was consequence free then i could eat pizza for dinner (laughs) because i had horrible heartburn all that night and it was horrible however we had so many fun toppings and my pizza i made for myself was absolutely delicious the crust was great i only made one i did i was a dictator in that fashion I did not let people choose their own crusts. No <laughs> almond crust, no cauliflower crust, no wholemeal crust, nothing. Just plain old crust. But it was great. And it's fun. And it's like a little adventure and creative and great. And great for watching a movie and making pizza. <laughs> Especially if that movie is one you've been wanting to see, which I had been wanting to see. So guess what? I was smart and did a great thing for a sleepover, (laughs) (laughs) which included personal pizzas. Yay for Shelly! Hooray! (laughs) Shelly, I'm really going to... I'm really going to miss your perfect sleepovers once the pizza law comes for you. (laughs) Uh, Shelly, thank you so much for telling us your opinion on personal pizzas. And I will not take it personally that I think this is the fourth episode in a row where you've chosen against me. Well, I also feel like this is a topic that inadvertently I ruined beforehand. (laughs) And I feel bad about that. We chose the topic before you made the personal pizzas? Yes. Okay. All right. You ruined it. (laughs) So now we are going to move on to our segment, What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? 
And in the segment, What's Your Name? I bring a name generator that was found on the internet. I believe someone said, hey, Holly, you should do this one. I think it was probably Julie's husband, Corbin. It is, what is your super villain name? Ooh, cool. For finding your super villain name, you need to have four things. One, an initial of your first name. Not just an initial, the first one. (laughs) Cool. Got one of those. A first initial of your last name. Uh, A number day of your birth. And then, if I so choose, a middle name, first initial. Not everybody's middle names rated a first initial one. That is mostly because we all have the same middle name. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So it wouldn't be very fun. So if if it was fun, I added it to yours. Okay? Cool. Okay. So uh, what I'm going to need from you guys as I tell you your supervillain names is what is your supervillain origin story? Ooh, perfect. Okay. So I have all of those initials needed. I was born on March 30th. So my name is Flare Sword, the Consort of Europe. Oh, Ooh, oh man. So the Consort of Europe doesn't sound that scary. That's because that was my my day job. My <laughs> day job was just consorting about Europe. Europe has many countries. It's a union, some of it. <laughs> and I have to go around and consort with everybody there. It's a very taxing job. And sometimes I just would get so mad because I couldn't speak every language. And uh, and because of that, people would be so mean to me and say mean things to me in their language. So, so I just got so mad one day that I decided to be the consort of Europe by day and the flame sword by night. Uh, a flare sword, rather. And so I would consort with the people during the day and then kill them at night. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Yikes. And my calling card was a flare. I would shoot a flare in the air. <laughs> and the French people would go, sacre bleu. And this, the people in Spain would go, vaya con Dios. <laughs> German people go, Ach du Lieber! <laughs> and, and the people in um, Great Britain would go, we're not in Europe anymore, the Union. So I didn't kill any British people. Not this time. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, Shelley, would you like to know your supervillain name? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> He's still laughing about Viacom. <laughs> Imagine like some horrible murders having gone on in the city, and then like a flare going up, and then everyone just go saying, Vaya con Dios. <laughs> that would be hilarious. What does that mean? Yes, go with God. <laughs> it's something you say to someone as they're like about to leave on a trip or something. Yeah, it's or that you're of, not going to see them for a while. It's kind of more of a nice thing than a like, oh my gosh, a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I've got myself under control now. Whew. 
Shelly, you have initials and you were born you were born on July 22nd, so you are the white warrior the watcher. Shelly, what is your origin story as the white warrior the watcher? I guess so there's a there's a Marvel sometimes villain, sometimes hero called oh no, Moon Knight. That's what his name is. And I think I'd be kind of like that. Like the Moon Knight's kind of crazy. He's possessed by like a bad spirit. And so maybe that's like, maybe instead of being one thing by day and one thing by night, like I'm kind of like me, I'm nice. But then I turn into a supervillain because like some horrible spirit comes over (laughs) me. (laughs) And then, and then I wear all white. And and I only come out during the day. I'm a I'm a day supervillain, <laughs> so I'm able to hide not in the shadows but in the light, <laughs> and oh. just watch people, and then watch as all the horrible things that I've I've done happen. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very I'm a very passive villain. I set up like tricks and traps and stuff, and then watch <laughs> from afar. <laughs> I like the fact that you can only imagine yourself as a supervillain if some supernatural thing comes over you. That's like against your will. Well, Shelly, I love that. Julie, would you like to know your supervillain? Yes, I would. You have initials. You were born on August 1st. You are Killer Lord, the trickster of time. Oh, cool. This might be a cop out, but I want to be a bad guy time lord. Like my origin story is You'll never guess, but my planet was destroyed and all my people are dead. Oh, man. <laughs> and so now I have to travel through time and uh, play play mean tricks on people. And uh, But you know what? If I do something too terrible, I can just go back in time and fix it. Would that too terrible thing be killing? Murder. <laughs> That's what the French people said when they when I came to France. <laughs> ah, ah, murder. <laughs> well, because I because what was part of the name trickster? I wouldn't say tricksters are commonly known as like murderers. Well, but you are killer lord, the trickster of time. Yeah, you're like a Loki because Loki is a trickster, but he does kill people. That's true, and he's loose in the time stream right now. Yikes. <laughs> but apparently not with Spider-Man. Guys, are you spoiling things for me? <laughs> yes. Hashtag so sad. <laughs> Hashtag Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hashtag trickster of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so really what I'm saying is I just want to be Loki. <laughs> slash Doctor Who. Right. <laughs> cool. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, so Kelly, you are the last supervillain. You were born on July twenty seventh. You have so many initials. You have an insane <laughs> amount of initials. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to like cut out like eighteen of your initials in order to just have like a manageable name. Oh, I see. Kelly, you are black one, the dreaded. That's it. That sounds very mysterious. Yeah. That I sounds like that. cool. Kelly, what's your origin story? Well, all I can think of like is a scene where it's just everything is dark. Kind of like uh The Wicked Queen? Yeah, I can just think of like the evil queen. Yeah, I'm getting also like an old timey like medieval vibe from that name. I'm doing like pirate vibes. That's in my mind. Really? Cool. A dreaded always seems like a pirate name. Oh, I guess that's true. I'll be a uh, Medieval 
pirate. But as a medieval pirate, how did you come to be this way? I was heartbroken, and then I was seeking revenge on all the everyone. Not even just the men. (laughs) All everyone. So we have a white warrior and a black one. (laughs) Yeah. Are they enemies or are they friends? Frenemies. Yeah, I would say like sometimes we're in like a supervillain gang that works together sometimes, but mostly we're independent. Yeah. Can villains even have friends? Yeah, I mean, in Darkwing Duck, there's the the Ferocious Five or the Fearsome Five or something like that. It's sometimes the five bad guys work together. So many references <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> well, guess what? Darkwing Duck is great. <laughs> I'll reference it as much as I can. And with that, that is the end of our segment. <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your what's your what's your name? Shelly Gang, we are so grateful that you hung out with us this week. Uh, we really want you to come to listen to our 100th episode. We really think you're going to like it. And also, we are now on Spotify. After two years of having this podcast, Yay. I finally figured out how we could be on Spotify. And you know what? If you love to stream things, then that that's the place for you, baby. Don't worry, you can still catch our podcast anywhere, especially on our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And there you can find not only our old episodes, all 98 of them, plus some bonus episodes. You can also find pictures of us. You can find biographies. And if you want to write up a little something even on Twitter, you could do it. With our press kit, you could contact us through there, find all of our social medias. And honestly, we just want to hear from you. We want to know if you have any topic ideas for us. Uh, Our mom sent us a a recent list that uh, included golf carts and then in parentheses around around town. Something (laughs) like that. Yeah. So, so that one's already been submitted. It's really going through a heavy vetting process. And if you want to add to our mom's list of topics, you can contact us. But mostly we just want you to come back next week, Shelly Gang. We are so excited to share our 100th episode with you. And with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye. 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 Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you?